0: Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day.
1: In the war to protect America, I don't want any more casualties. There is fighting team. Don't worry, we've called in some pros of our own. That never sleeps.
2: Oh, wow. I just had the weirdest dream. You know you're driving, right? Ah! Nobody in it. You know, Reno's really a lot like Mayberry on the TV. Gosh,
3: chicken,
4: stop! Ready?
2: William, <laughs> Except that everybody's on crystal meth and prostitution's legal. Like Guess what, guys? We have been invited
4: to the American Police Convention in Miami Beach. Why did they invite they us? They invited us.
2: Because they invited everybody. We're in Miami, people. This city's got hot Latin flavor. Let's go paint this town red. Need some assistance here, ma'am? <laughs>
1: in a time of crisis.
2: We have an infectious contamination
4: in this building, but we got the entire Miami Beach Police Force in there.
1: America will call. Do we
4: have any police officers outside the confines of this building? Reno
5: 911. People, let's roll. Hey, don't hate, lady. Don't hate. Don't hate. Don't- Don't hate on me.
2: Get ready for action so raw. We have received a noise complaint at the residence of someone named Shug Knight. Are you Shug? Are you Jay Z? The music goes off
3: right now. I love that.
2: So
4: unpredictable. Uh, Okay, what do we do? Uh, we should just just go. go. Rule number one for Gator you gotta respect it. No! that Gator did.
1: It could only fit I on the big screen. We gotta
2: clear this beach. Okay, ready, people? On my count. One, two,
4: three. Ah! Ah! Yes! Oh! 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 We got an officer now Get a wet nap, people.
1: Reno 911, Miami. You people! You had to start acting like this is a crisis!
5: That was my bad. i fought.
0: Hey there, it's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, we're going to cover the movie version of Reno 911 Miami, 2007. The studio was 20th Century Fox, release date was February 23rd, 2007. The running time, 80 minutes, with the rating of R. The budget was $10 million, the box office took in $20.3 million that was domestic, and was the 107th ranked movie of 2007. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 34% rotten from 98 reviews. Their critics' consensus is Reno 911's anarchic brand of Kame loses much in translation to the big screen where it feels slapdash and shallow. Roger Ebert did not give a review for this. So I have Peter Hartlaw from the San Francisco Chronicle. And again, I've mentioned the San Francisco Chronicle before because they do a rating system where they, it's called The Little Man, and it's one out of five stars. So five being the guy is standing up on his chair clapping enthusiastically. The four star would be him sitting up in his chair clapping. Three out of stars would be him sitting up in the chair expressionless. Two would be him sleeping and one is an empty chair. This would be three out of five stars, so he's sitting up in his chair expression list. And here's his review. Police Academy is the box office equivalent of voting for Richard Nixon. Nobody wants to admit they enjoyed the 1984 comedy, but somehow it made enough money to spawn six sequels, a television series, and at least one pinball machine. Reno 911 Miami is maybe 12 IQ points smarter than Police Academy, but it delivers the same thing. Lots of exaggerated sight gags, pathetic yet likable characters, and jokes that you won't be repeating in the office, unless you're looking to get sued for sexual harassment. If you can relax enough to laugh at the idea of Diddy's yacht getting splattered by an exploding sperm whale, then you'll get your $10 worth out of this film. The most difficult thing to overcome is paying full price for a movie that looks so cheap. The Comedy Central TV show is already super low budget. Reno 911 is basically a spoof of cops, and the feature film doesn't look any more polished. When Dwayne The Rock Johnson shows up in a funny unbilled cameo, the presence of an A-lister on the set is a little jarring. Johnson's expense account for exfoliating facial scrub on the set of The Scorpion King was probably bigger than the entire travel budget for Reno 911 Miami. Lieutenant Dangle, played by Thomas Lennon, who co-wrote the movie, leads the force of misfits, many of whom appeared in the short-lived 1990 sketch show, The Slate. Lennon and writer-director Robert Ben Garant, who plays a deputy, makes it easy on viewers who've never seen Reno 911, introducing each of the characters on their home turf. Reno is just like Mayberry on the TV, one-cop deadpans in the documentary-style footage, except everyone's on crystal meth, and prostitution's legal. Soon, they're off to a police conference in Miami, where a hotel quarantine leaves the clueless deputies in charge of the city's law enforcement. It's best not to think too hard about that one. In fact, enjoyment of Reno 911 Miami is almost completely dependent upon your ability to shut down both your reasoning skills and sense of taste. I laugh constantly during this movie, but consider that this is coming from a guy who gave Soul Plane a positive review. What sets Reno 911 Miami apart from much less satisfying dumb comedies, from Van Wilder 2 to Scary Movie 3, is the writing. The humor is lowbrow, but the screenwriters and performers have a sense of pride that makes them strive for stupid jokes that haven't been done before. While the plot of Reno is an original hodgepodge of Police Academy (laughs) 5, Assignment Miami Beach, and Police Academy 6, City Under Siege, many of the individual bits are very inspired. A scene in which the deputies deal with an alligator in a swimming pool could have been lame, but it's funny on three or four different levels, mostly because the actors have good timing and don't get in each other's way. As with most sketch comedy that turns into a feature film, Reno 911 Miami runs well under an hour and a half, yet it still feels like it's 20 minutes too long. First to go should have been Paul Rudd's bad Al Pacino Scarface imitation, which wouldn't have made it past the dress rehearsal on Saturday Night Live, or even Studio 60. And while the characters are funny in Reno 911 Miami, they really could use a straight man, or at least someone who isn't totally incompetent. There are plenty of Bobcat Goldthwaites in the cast, but no Steve Gutenberg. And that's the end of his review. Now look, I loved the show Reno 911 when it was on Comedy Central from 2003 to 2009, as it was basically the airplane version of Cops. Each character was hilarious in their own way, but even I was surprised when they decided to make a full-length movie based on the show and you never know how TV shows will translate to full-length films. Now, check out episode number 70, which I did, where we discuss our favorite TV shows that became films. Now, the original pilot for Reno 911 was shot for Fox but never picked up and sat on the shelf for three years before Comedy Central picked it up. All right, the main cast. Now, we'll go through the officers in detail. First, you have Thomas Lennon playing Lieutenant Jim Dangle. Lennon also co-wrote this film. He was part of a comedy troupe called The Slate, composed of many friends from NYU, and many of which also appear on Reno 911. This also led to a show of the same name called The Slate from 1993 to 1995, and this appeared on MTV. Now, he constantly would appear in roles on television before Reno 911 started in 2003. Robert Ben Garrett plays Deputy Travis Jr. Now, he co-wrote and directed Reno 911 Miami. Like Lennon, he was part of The Slate troupe and has written many screenplays with his writing partner, Lennon, like the movie Taxi, The Pacifier with Vin Diesel, Herbie, Fully Loaded, Night at the Museum and its sequel, Balls of Fury, and others. Kerry Kenny Silver plays Deputy Trudy Weigel. No surprise, she was also part of The Slate with Lennon and Garrett, and co-wrote Reno 911 Miami. Wendy McClendon McCovey plays Deputy Clementine Johnson. McCovey was part of the famous Groundlings improv group before landing her breakout role in the Reno 911 show. She would go on to have hilarious supporting roles in films like Bridesmaids and Blended before she really landed success on TV again as Beverly Goldberg in the retro 1980s show The Goldbergs. Niecy Nash plays Deputy Renisha Williams. Nash started with guest appearances on TV shows prior to Reno 911, and she was on the 10th season of Dancing with the Stars and continues to appear on television today. Cedric Yarborough plays Deputy Jones. Yarborough is like an old-school character actor that you'll see all the time on television and film, and he continues to appear on shows today like the Goldbergs. Carlos Alzaraki plays James Garcia, and he's mostly known for his voiceover work on many shows and TV commercials, most notably as the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Mary Birdsong plays Deputy Cherisha Kimball. Birdsong came in in the later seasons of Reno 911 and would perform on Broadway and live theater. Alright, let's get into the film. So, of course, it begins in Reno, Nevada, with a terrorist situation in progress. We get the first of many cameos as Danny DeVito appears as the distraught district attorney who simply wants his situation to go away because it's an election year. DeVito was also one of the producers of this film. The chief of police on the scene tells the DA not to worry because, of course, they have a secret weapon. And then a helicopter flies over and drops off your favorite Reno sheriff's armed like SWAT members from a diehard movie. Of course, Johnson, played by Wendy McClendon-McCovey, is dressed like she's an s and lingerie model. <laughs> but the entrance of Reno's finest wouldn't be perfect without our favorite short-shorts-wearing lieutenant, Jim Dangle, Thomas Lennon, who comes onto the scene riding a motorcycle and then he jumps a car that's in flames and then proceeds to wipe out during the landing. (laughs) The original plan for this scene was for Dangle to nail the landing and then skid in front of the crew. However, when the stunt drivers wiped out twice on separate occasions, they felt it was a cursed shot and just left it in as is.
1: The Reno Sheriff's Department. The finest team of law enforcement officers ever assembled. But where the hell's your commanding officer?
3: People, what do we got? 35 civilians on the 40th floor. 22 Chechen separatists, heavily armed.
4: They say they got a nuke, and I don't think they're just whistling Dixie.
2: All right, people, here's how this is gonna go down. Jones, Garcia, head into the sewer system, reach the perimeter of that building and get your hands on that nuke before they flambe half of Washoe County. You got it, sir. Kimball, Johnson, take up sniper position, so and so. Got it. Junior, I want you to shave Miss Acapulco and shave her good. All over it, sir.
4: Wait, hold on man, how come Junior gets to shave Miss Acapulco, and I gotta go down in the sewers?
1: Why does he have to shave anybody?
2: Oh wow, I just had the weirdest dream. You know you're driving, right?
0: Nobody in it. Of course, it was all just a dream as Junior was asleep while driving the beat with Dangle in the passenger seat, and then they take out a porta potty. <laughs> we then get a hilarious opening montage, including all the crew like Weigel attaching herself to a car tire lock, Johnson patting down a suspect and finding a joint in his pocket, and then keeping it for herself. Jones is on the scene of a shootout, he's too busy watching Johnson bending over, and then we see a random shot of Dangle doing karate moves in the middle of a highway. Williams is at the station, painting her nails, upset that nobody is answering the phones, even though she's the one <laughs> supposed to be answering the phones. Garcia is taking a leak on the side of the road while a spotlight is on him. Kimble locks herself out of her vehicle, and lastly, Junior decides to forcibly enter a trailer by knocking down the door with his shoulder, only to crash face first through the door. <laughs> so the crew is called to a crime scene for what sounds like a shooter on a rooftop, but of course it's nothing of the sort because it's Reno 911.
5: We got a situation here today, a chicken! chicken That's situation. not an eight fourteen! No. no!
3: We got it! We got it wrong! Okay. We, we, Who we, called it the eight
2: well, fourteen? You did! Well. You did.
5: Well. I Who? thought it
2: was an eight fourteen! Armed person on the roof.
4: Shoot. Shoot. Well. What? Shoot. I thought That's an eight fourteen was, was arson. Shoot. No, 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 no armed no, person not. on the right? roof. No, 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 no. Okay, no, okay. No, okay, no, okay, no okay, Stop, chicken, stop! Get it, Get a Look out!
2: Oh, oh shit, so get it, get it! I'm just knocking no, him no. out. That's no. all. No. He'll hold still and we can beat him to
4: death. Ready? William shit. No, oh, shit. No. Oh, shit. No. no! can we all shoot at the same time? Let's shoot all Let's all shoot at the same time? Let's shoot at the same time. Okay. Alright. That's, that's the only thing that sort of makes sense. Nope. One. No, I got Dangle's gun. Mine's out, too. You're two. Now? And then that way, we, we'll never know who did it. Don't right.
3: start a count. Yes, I get oh, execution. Sorry. Nice. Yeah.
5: One. Sorry, my bad. What the fuck? One, two. Uh, what? On, I didn't know. OK, on. On. Ah.
4: Uh, what? I'm out. I'm out. Am I out?
2: Oh, I wasn't out. Sorry. Please. I thought I was out. They fit that little midget
5: guy. Oh, hey, I call yeah. the newspaper and have them come take our Ah? Sister? What you gotta do is do
2: one on both legs.
0: <laughs> yes, they handcuffed the chickens' legs for being loose on the road. The funniest scenes, as with the show as well, are the quick interviews and interludes between the main scenes. In any case, you might be wondering why the film is called Reno Nine One One Miami. Well, they've been invited to the American Police Convention in Miami for three days. The reason they were invited was because everyone was invited to the convention. <laughs> and they aren't flying to Miami. They have to take a bus. We get a great cameo from David Ketchner, who plays the Aspen Sheriff, where Dangle has been trying to apply for. The meeting does not go well, as Dangle is wearing his short jean shorts. We then see Pat Oswalt playing the deputy assistant mayor, Jeff Spoder, and Dave Holmes as a desk worker at the convention. Of course, Reno isn't even on the list of guests which means no convention laminates, and they can't even stay at the hotel. So they decide to find another hotel.
2: Hola. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hello, good. How are you? Welcome to International Inn. How many of them are you for my rooms? Uh, There's eight of us for your rooms. Eight? How many many rooms do you need? One? Uh, we would prefer eight. Eight. Let's go see the entire hotel, shall we? I'll take you on a quick tour. Well... And then you can all get back to your Suckfest. Uh, A, we're not here for a Suckfest. We're here for the convention. There's been a little mix-up, which is why. Okay, Uh, I like like convention tools. Okay. Look at me, I'm I'm at a convention. A fucking Suckfest convention here at International Inn. Hey, assholes! More assholes for your big Suckfest tonight. How's the Suckfest going, assholes? You know the Suckfest in here? <laughs> How many
3: rooms do you have? Brian? I have
2: I have six rooms. Just
3: give us what you have. Okay. And we have the
2: keys to those? You can have keys to six rooms. Too. Okay. Here's okay. matches. Grab that one there. That's it. Oh, no? hey, 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 hey. What are you doing?
0: There's a hilarious scene where you see the entire outside of each hotel room in sort of a Brady Bunch sort of tiling. And basically, the end game of the scene is that everyone is jerking off in their room as Jones <laughs> runs by, each room horrified. As a stroke of luck, sort of, no pun intended, the entire convention is being held hostage at the hotel due to a biochemical terrorist attack. The only crew that is available is, of course, the Reno officers because they were at an entirely different hotel. They are assigned to patrolling the streets while Homeland Security handles the terrorist threat. And then we get another great cameo as the reviewer mentioned, because Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson arrives as head of the SWAT team.
6: It's all right, it's all right, I'm here. Rogers? It's me. Holy shit. Rick Smith, SWAT. They call me the Condor. I'm sorry I'm late to the barbecue. I was on a mission when I got the call. Let me ask you a question, people. What's the difference between bravery and courage?
5: Oh, I know. Bravery is something that you do.
6: Sorry. Bravery is when you do something dangerous and you're not even scared. Courage is when you're smart enough to know you should be scared but you do it anyway. Oh. (laughs) You will not fail. I will not allow you to fail. Under my watch, I will not allow you to fail. As God, as my witness, we will not fail. Are you with me? Uh, Are you with me? It's okay, I know what I'm doing. I know the 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 thing is out of the thing. This can come out, this stays like this. Okay. Are you with me? Yes! 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 Are you with me? Yes! yes! yes!
4: Help! Hey! OK, that wait. came out now for yep.
2: yeah. real.
6: Oh, wait. No! No! Wait. No! No, it's OK. No. I got 10 seconds with these sons no. of bitches. No, I got them. No, wait a second. No, wait. Oh, fuck.
4: Uh, so
2: does that mean we're back in charge?
0: Now, Dwayne Johnson was a big fan of the show, and he loved it when they told him about the cameo, and he was all in. So the gang is patrolling a town that they have never been to before, which means they have to use old-school maps and are completely lost. Though, they get a Ford Mustang as their police cars, and Garcia and Jones are called to an animal disturbance.
1: Well, if we would have turned right on Maria
4: Buena... You didn't tell me to. I did tell you to. But tell me what I didn't tell you. You didn't. Sheriff's Department! El Departamento, the de sheriff. Oh! Oh, oh, hell.
7: oh shit, no! It's
4: a North American alligator, ah, man. Shit.
7: Okay, what do we do? Uh, hell, let's just.
4: Yeah, we should let's just, just go. Let's just go. Let's just let nature take its course. No! There you all y'all. You trespassing, sir. You little sir. sneaky trespasser? Get bastard. back there! No! Sir, <laughs> Sir, please Say. get back in the yard. Sir, what are we please. doing? Hi! We got a situation here, oh, sir. Oh yeah, we got a situation. Couple of blueberries coming in and making a fruit salad. Huh? Sir, please. Sir, yes. sir? Yes. No. Yes. no! No, hey! We can't allow no. you to go in the pool, sir. Why not? I can't fight. No. You scared his pretty little fan. Well, I don't know, sir. Uh, no, of this so we're not. Thing? No, yeah, he's a Gator. Where are you from? Where are you from? You don't know Gator. We're from Reno. We're not from Reno. No. <laughs> oh, here, look, yeah. look here. Rule number one for Gator: you gotta respect it. You don't respect the Gator, Gator not respect you. Don't, don't uh, watch touch it. No. The gator. Oh, stop! They got peripheral eye vision on the side. I'm <laughs> gonna come at him like another predator, not a prey. I come at him like a predator. Stop like a, that, like TJ. Please just stop. Out, out of at this. this. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. No. Oh, OK. Correct. Don't even reflect, because he respect me. One, two, three, four, nope. five, and then it's split to a double. That means this gator, 50-year-old, he been attacked before. He know how to approach. Now watch this. Watch, no. for, watch for it. No. No! Oh, oh, oh. Come on, now. I'm your daddy. See? Come on, get out. No. OK. Look
6: at that. That gator don't, no. No. You
4: don't
0: do no. nothing. No. Well, that gator did. Yeah, this gator dead. so yes the gator that the idiot was hitting was indeed dead but then another gator jumps up out of the pool and bites his head and drags him down (laughs) next it's beach patrol with weigel and williams as they're both wearing blue swimsuits with the payoff being that williams is basically wearing a thong suit and weigel is wearing a bra and granny panties underneath her suit (laughs) Nisi Nash was tasked with wearing a huge prosthetic butt, which makes the scene even funnier.
5: How did we luck out and get this? And all those other turkeys are dealing with that bio attack. I don't
3: know. And guess what? I don't care. I'm shaking Michelle. I'm
5: me shaking Michelle. I am shaking i do not care. Check it out. <laughs> don't hate, ladies. Don't hate. Don't hate on me. Don't hate on me. You know no, what? she
3: did. Stop it. Yeah. Let me get your vernacular straight now, cause I don't want you embarrassing me out here in case we meet okay. some people. Okay, so if somebody comes up to you and they say, "Hey, officer, what you gonna say back?" Get no, the... no, you didn't, bitch. So if somebody says, "Hey, how you doing?" Mm-hmm. You just go, "What up, y'all?" Got it? What up, y'all? Play y'all. See, you keep putting extras on it. That's, you don't follow instructions. you just supposed to say exactly right, what I again, told try you it again. to say. <clears throat> hey, how you doing? Shut up,
5: nigga. I did it again. Ow! Jesus Christ, Ray! I'm hungry. I'm afraid I did a terrible thing. What? Well, I had to pee, so I, instead of doing the whole bathing suit off, I did the the pullover and out oh, the yeah. side. Oh, yeah, where you pull it to the side. And I think I dribbled a little bit.
0: After the Gator incident, Garcia and Jones are kidnapped by drug kingpins and are being held on their yacht because, well, it's Reno 911.
1: We don't know him, uh, sir. We don't know that guy. Don't... Oh. Do not know who this is? No, no. sir. <laughs> Do you believe these guys? Oh, 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 oh. I, don't I, don't I don't
4: know you or on. anybody else. Oh.
1: Oh. 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 Oh.
4: Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't know call. him. I, I'm here on vacation, man.
1: How'd you know Mr. Big? We don't know Mr. Big. What is Mr. your Bi- connection to Mr. Big? We don't Why know Mr. Big? Why, big. Why are you investigating me? Why are not big? Huh? Look, you guys are smart guys, right? Yeah. I no. know this. No, we're not. All the other cops are imprisoned in that building, but you managed to uh, walk the streets. I don't know how you escaped it. We didn't get,
7: get on passes, sir. Ah! Ah!
4: Sick, fuck! He's
1: a weed whacker on a boat! You forget you ever see me.
0: Yep, that's Paul Rudd playing the Tony Montana wannabe drug lord. Instead of a chainsaw, he uses a weed whacker. (laughs) And now it's back to the beach with Weigel and Williams, and they're called to the scene of some lewd behavior.
3: So we got a call that there was some lewd behavior going on on the boardwalk. Possible prostitution.
5: Holy shit! Is that Terry?
3: That's Terry. That's one of our locals from Reno. Terry. What? Hi. What? What the, the hell?
5: hell? What are you doing in Miami?
7: Your hair. Harold.
5: Fine. Terry, what
3: are you doing here? What
7: do you mean? I just flew out of my jet.
3: Terry, did you follow us to Miami? Did you know we were coming down here?
7: No, I live here. It's where my house is. I have 17 houses where one of them is. Terry. What did I do?
3: What? That's what we want to know. What did you do? <sighs> we got a call about lube behavior on the boardwalk, and you're the only thing I see around here that could qualify. How as is this? Lube. I'm
7: not lewd at all. I don't even know what... Lube or lewd? Terry. What?
3: Why are you here, and what are you doing?
7: I just flew in. I'm recording an album. It's called Terry South Bitch Live. Fuck you, Dad. And it drops in uh, 2009.
5: Terry, when you are here, you are an ambassador for
7: Reno. Heavy on the ass-a-door.
3: South Bitch. Pew. Knock it off. Ooh. Listen. Oh. I'm on wheels, you. yo. What
5: are you covered in?
3: What?
7: Ew, it's Terry. A, Apple martini and lube.
3: Oh, come on, Terry. That's not all you want. What else are you on? What else are you on? I'm on fucking crack, yo.
0: Terry, of course, is played by the great comedian Nick Swartzen, who reprises his role from the TV show. After the first two brutal calls for Garcia and Jones, they get a disturbance at a nude beach, which delights both of them. That is until they discover a giant dead beach whale that they have to remove. The entire crew attempts to dispose of the whale by pushing it back into the ocean. And then after many failed attempts, they try again, and Junior ends up pushing himself into the stomach of the decomposing whale. <laughs> Finally, Dangle gets a bright idea to just blow it up with dynamite, which he does. And then they are pelted with flying whale parts. <laughs> so this whale scene might seem far-fetched, but it's actually based upon an incident that occurred in Florence, Oregon. And this was on November 12, 1970. A beach whale was removed by explosions, and just as the movie, there was property damage from the raining blubber. <laughs> After bringing the head of Homeland Security coffee on an urgent mission, <laughs> Garcia and Jones are kidnapped again by Paul Rudd. John what are we doing? I don't
4: know. We try to do
0: something
7: right. Why?
4: Oh, shit. Come on Come man on.
1: dang you guys are pretty smart
4: and No, no, we're not no
6: you keep saying that no, we're not we're not smart
4: What Ricky what are you doing?
1: Why you take one of my own?
4: Uh, we don't know this man. We Why you know work I'm... against me?
1: Why the three of you
4: and mr. Big work against me? No, we're, we, don't, we don't we're don't not know working against... We, I've never seen those men in my life. Never we didn't take him. Him. We didn't him. We don't know him. Watch this. What? <laughs> oh,
5: so You're going to light somebody up, up, up on your own fucking boat. That's really, really bright. <laughs> you came to my
1: daughter's birthday party. Bad decision, guys.
5: <laughs>
1: you wore a hat on her birthday party. Like this piece of chicken. <laughs> don't like this chicken.
3: Don't like this chicken.
1: Come on. Man. <laughs> I said piece of chicken, not chicken. I'll see you. I don't yeah,
3: see
1: any
5: Oh
1: my Oh my. <laughs>
0: the drug dealer's men ended up lighting themselves on fire. Now, I forgot to mention, Deputy Johnson's main mission through all of this is to find out about the tattoo she got on her breast the first night she arrived, which is a picture of some guy. She scours all the tattoo parlors in town trying to find out who gave her the tattoo. So let's go back to the call center with Weigel and Williams. Bad boy,
5: bad boy, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boy, bad boy, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when I call for you?
0: Meanwhile, with Junior and Dangle...
2: We have received a noise complaint at the residence of someone named Shugnight. 4211, here we go. Shugnight. This is a house, huh? How? <laughs> Shugnight! Sheriff's Department! Sheriff's Department! Mr. Shugnight! Are, uh, do you know of Mr. Should Not, Should Not, Should? Are you Shug? Are you Shug? Are you Jay-Z? Are you any of them?
4: I don't think so. Uh, it's his birthday. Mr. Should Not, Not's birthday. Hey, what are they doing okay, to pay for Shug? Does anybody know? Okay, I'm standing right here, I'm using my outside voice, and I'm very... and now that I have your attention we have a special message for the birthday boy from Miami's number one stripograms that's right birthday boy Oh, to the... What? Yeah, here we go now. Oh, oh, whose birthday is it? What? Whose birthday is it? Shoot. Whose birthday is it? What? To the... Oh, what? Oh, what? Look out, now, can we? What? Can I what? Oh, oh, that's right. It's, it's Chug's birthday.
2: It's Chug's birthday. What? Hey, hey, here we go. It's Chug's birthday. What? Whose birthday is not. (laughs)
0: So Junior and Dangle run away in their underwear. Back at the station, Dangle orders everyone to get some rest because it's 2 a.m. Of course, instead, everyone decides to go clubbing. Jr. gets projectile vomited on, Garcia attempts to wrestle a woman in a pool of jelly, and instead of wrestling her, just punches her in the face. (laughs) Back at the hotel, Dangle and Weigel are sharing a room, as Weigel continues to come on to Dangle, even though he straight up tells her that he plays for the other team. Weigel insists Dangle drinks an entire bottle of Jack Daniels and they get it on. Well, their obvious body doubles do, which is intentional and hilarious. There's some subterfuge here, and since I'm giving away the plot already, I'll leave the surprise for this particular scene for those who actually want to watch the film. The gang then gets called onto to the scene of a disturbance between Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt on their boat. Of course, this was just a ruse by Paul Rudd to get the entire force there. As it turns out, his girlfriend is an undercover FBI agent, and he's likely the link to the bioterror at the convention. Unfortunately for the Reno gang, the FBI informant was doing too much coke, and she overdoses and dies, which leads them to getting fired by Jeff Spoder. Now, it's not a total loss. Johnson does find out who the man is on her tattoo. According to Michael Ian Black, which is another cameo, who plays a tattoo artist, it's some uh, random homeless guy she came in with. (laughs) Now, the gang feels bad about letting down Jeff Spoder and decided to win back his trust by solving the case. Just kidding, they get him an ice cream cake and deliver it to his apartment where he lives with his mother. (laughs) And however, from this, they get a shocking discovery. Besides him living with his mom.
1: How do they figure out that we're gonna poison everyone in the way of me being the mayor? Then you, with all of your drug contacts and distribution, was going to turn this state into the biggest narco empire on planet Earth.
2: Well, they figure it out now. Well,
1: obviously, yeah. Obviously, you guys put it all together.
2: That's exactly right, Spoter. We figured it out. hmm And all, all of it. Amen. And could go over the middle part again. What you were doing? Oh, I'd be, I'd
1: be happy to repeat the middle part. Okay. Um, our plan was. <laughs> all right, everyone. Get right. the case. Close the case. Close the case, and give it to me. Give me the antidote! Give, Give me, Give me, me the antidote! All
3: right! Okay.
1: Sorry. I'm on. You're on your own. No, you know what you are, my. What? No, my gears. I say, you know what you are? You... your are haza. you haza, man. I, I've understood, like, every third word you've said to me the whole time I've known you. And you know what? I don't really care. Because all of you... <laughs> get a lotus boner! <laughs> Whoa! Okay, okay, okay. This isn't me. This isn't. What happened to your accent? Whoa. My name is Ethan. I live just outside of Denver. Well, not anymore. No, ah. I live here now. I'm originally I'm from Fort Collins. I was dealing blow in Colorado. All right, uh, but it was a, a fruitless thing. To do. No one cared. No one. It's hard to sell coke there. I don't know whether it's not as the elevation or just the way, the way of life there. They're more interested in, uh, like, you know, mush- mushrooms True. and acid and stuff. And yeah. oh. this was, uh, you know,
2: decided hey, to a, uh, there's yeah, a okay. the Hey, there's an antidote that's gonna antidote. Of that going to save all the cops going that way.
1: Or is it all Rule the fast no, he took all of it. He has all of the answers. Oh, okay, then we got a really we like... Should, we should, should I, have really I have no up, idea. But I, like I told you, I will give you anything you want. Uh, okay. As long as I get immunity here,
2: I don't care. I'll I think we can, we can do that. Guy. That's cool. I think we can do immunity. Right? Oh, you yeah. Know yeah. Yeah. That would uh, be yeah. Yeah. the greatest. No immunity to
1: bullets. Oh, ah! Ah!
0: By the way, Paul Rudd's character is Ethan the drug dealer. <laughs> this leads to a very low speed chase and golf carts trying to catch Spoder.
1: I'm glad that you douche-nozzles ruined my plan because now I am drunk on unprecedentedness. Admit what, Dangle?
2: Unprecedentiality.
1: <laughs> stand up! Let, final words, Johnson, go. Um, um,
5: uh, legalize it.
1: Great, fine, Weigel.
5: Okay. When I was in the 4th grade. Ah! Yes. Dangle last
2: words. Uh he uh, uh uh he loved it. Great. Shit. Right. Now no no no, no no no. No
3: that's he wasn't that's he wasn't. That's not my last words. That's my it. last words. Here we go. No. Ready? No. No.
1: I, I think you should Here we go. going to you. Anybody call for backup?
0: Now during that last scene, Patton Oswalt had a terrible bout of food poisoning, but still pulled off the scene beautifully. The gang saves the day and apprehends Spoder. They even get a slow clap from the officers released from the convention. Dangle takes a job with the Asthma Police and quickly tells the rest of the Reno gang he quits and leaves. As the group heads to their bus for their trek back to Reno, they run into Terry.
5: Good. Terry was given tug jobs on? on the East Coast out here. He says he's out here recording his album.
7: I am recording my album. C. I I have a violin.
5: Mm-hmm. That's a ukulele, Terry.
7: Your mom's a ukulele, Terry.
5: Terry, we're getting on the bus and going back home. We're not in the mood for your hijinks.
7: I'm not taking the bus because A, it feels like parts. B, I have my own jet. Okay, that my dad bought me for Flag Day. I already told you that.
5: Terry, you going to take your limo? I'll take my limo. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes, that's oh, yeah. correct.
7: And my limo driver, Barry Baum. Your limo Where's driver, Bomb, That's Barry Baum, is going to take you to yeah.
2: your private chair. Here it is. Oh!
7: Hey, look at my lie Bear that just appeared. Hi, Barry Baum! Sir? Sir, is your name, in fact, Barry Baum? I'm Barry Bomb. yes. You guys want to ride, or do you want to ride in the fart mobile?
3: I got a shotgun!
7: No, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Oh, my God. Super Terry and Oh my god! Food, it's so fucking sweet! Holy Da-da-da-tiny.
5: fuck! Dana! Damn! Oh, fuck you, Dan! Oh,
7: fuck
5: you, Dan! Oh. Dan. Fuck you!
7: Don't. Do you like the new album or what? I love the new album, Listening Party, Monaco! Ah, sign me oh, up! I like the hair, it's so famous! Oh, thank you, who's your friends? These are my friends from there's the police officer, I think. Oh, thank you. I know I got a wonderful son.
5: We've arrested okay. him several times for giving blowjobs uh, <laughs> on the <school laughs> corner.
1: Quick
2: impression. Is <laughs> uh, <laughs> this uh, really uh, his jet, I think? Oh, this is his jet. I gave it to him as a gift for flag day,
7: remember? I do remember. Oh, yeah. It that was, uh, was a great flag day. It probably my best one. The jacuzzi's on. I believe you. I'm sorry. It's okay. I love you guys. <laughs> oh my god! thank you,
0: Terry. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yep, that's Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Herman at the end. What a way to end with the cameos. Okay, so I won't spoil the ending. So who takes over for Dangle and what becomes of him? Well, you'll find out in the last ten minutes of the film. Plus, the end credits are hilarious. One of the great things about the main cast and most of the guests is they're all master improvisers. Most of the dialogue was improv, it's really top notch. If you're a fan of the TV series, this is basically a long episode. Now, if you don't like the show, then you won't suddenly become a fan. I love the original show, so it was a winner for me.
4: Boy, I sure look forward to tonight's feature attraction. Sitting through a good movie is a lot of
6: fun. Plus, it's a great time for me to catch up on my phone calls, chat with my date. Or let my children burn off steam by running around the theater screaming.
5: Hold it right there. A motion picture theater is not a good place to use your cell phone, chat with your friends, or let your children burn off steam.
4: But I don't get it. I paid my nine dollars like everybody else.
5: Sure, you paid nine dollars. So I have a suggestion. Why not watch the fucking movie? You know who else paid nine dollars? Me. You know how long a cop has to work to earn nine fucking dollars? An hour and a half. You know what I'm doing for that hour and a half? Getting shot at by crackheads. So, when you're in a movie theater, why don't you show some fucking respect for your fellow human beings? Turn off your fucking cell phone. Put some muzzles on your fat, ugly kids and shut the fuck up. And if you put your feet on the back of my mother. Fucking chair! I'm gonna shoot you and blame it on crackheads! You got it, you little yard-apes?
0: Boy, I, I sure Shut learned Shut the a... fuck up! Alright, a fun fact. A sequel was planned by Grant and Lennon, but the original film didn't make enough profit to warrant another film. An outline, however, was written for Reno 911 SOS. The plot involved the characters getting stuck on a deserted island with a serial killer on the loose. All right, if you didn't like that one, I'll be back next week for yet another random movie that you probably have heard of from my DVD collection. Come hang out and chill with Brian A. Davis and the Bad Beat. Wednesdays, 11 p.m. Eastern, right here on ThatMetalStation.com.